Hi, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais from Ontario, Canada, with episode six of the Yacking podcast. This is where we talk about life, business, and more, and we bring you tips and ideas for a changing world. We have two new guests for you today, but first of all, I need to introduce Kathleen, <coughs> excuse me, my co-host on the podcasts and the video YouTube channel. So Kathleen is my business partner in our tiny homes business and we are involved in a few other ventures together. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So while I get a quick sip of water, I'm going to say hi to Kathleen and uh, let her say a few words quickly. Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Good to see you and thank you for joining us. Thanks, Kathleen. You saved my bacon there so I could get some water. <laughs> And our other guest on the screen is Mary Palomerovic from Serbia. Mary and Kathleen are partners in carrytechsolutions.com. Mary, say hello to our guests and listeners. Oh, hello, everybody. Thanks, Mary. What's your weather like over there? we got sunshine today. Oh, it's great. It's about 18 degrees and uh, kind of windy, so spring is here. But we've got curfew, so we can only look out the window. So, oh dear, we're not quite <laughs> that bad. Out the window. We can't walk outside right now. <laughs> oh dear. And then we have our new guest who are our viewers and listeners have not met before. So it is my pleasure to introduce uh, Rebecca Hempy from the Delivery Guys. So Rebecca, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, my name is Rebecca Hempy. Yeah, I live, uh, I'm here over in Canada. I live in the Kitchener, Ontario area. And what we, what I do, I own a company, it's called The Delivery Guys. We're a last mile delivery business. We've been around for 20 years. And um, other than that, not quite on curfew. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. We get to get outside a little bit around here. But, um, you know, raising my three kids and, and uh, loving my business and, and living life out here. And, of course, being in Canada, I can't have a better place to be, so... That's great. As, as Kathleen said, we haven't got a lot of time today, so I'm going to ask Kathleen to jump right in, and you have a question for Rebecca. I do. Rebecca, tell us a little bit about how your business has changed up until about a month ago when this world crisis has hit. How has it changed? Well, a month ago would have put us the beginning of March, and we, between March, March 3rd and today, our business was actually on a major upswing for the first part of, of 2020. And uh, we had hit all of our sales goals by mid-March for the end of March, which was great. Uh, since the crisis hit, um, that was around March break. So I'm going to go with uh, March 15th was the Monday. Um, we already expected for our business to kind of slow down, but we do a lot of government contracts and business like that. So that was natural. We were expecting that. Um, and so we were pretty normal and then it didn't really hit us until the following Tuesday. Monday was normal. Tuesday hit 20, uh, 50% sales just dropped right off. Everything just went quiet. So because our business is built, a lot of majority is business to business we found not business to consumer. They're two very different models. Mm -hmm. So because what we found is the businesses shut down and of course all of our volume went down. So that ensued to, uh, we actually did have to lay people off and we have had to park trucks and we have had to take a step back because our business is so focused on business. Mm -hmm. So it's made a big impact in how we function every day. 
Obviously, yeah, I, I bet. And uh, and you're still you're still operating though, Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, we have to. Um, well, we're an essential service, and we have a lot sure. of clients that really do need our help, and they need our services out there. Um, but it's the, it's the ones that have stopped are like you know we do the flower deliveries. So. Sure, but I, we wow. we have we have a service in our my little town similar to yours, and I know that they they have actually closed up because they yeah. just were not getting enough deliveries to justify staying open. Yeah, it's very sad. Uh, I'm going to switch over to Mary now, and I know Mary, you had something that you wanted to ask Rebecca. What was your question? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I always have a lot of questions. So one, <laughs> maybe it's not the question you thought I was going to ask. <laughs> I'm going to ask the one that's in my head right now. Perfect. <laughs> just, just go. <laughs> so Carry on. How, how, okay, so obviously a lot of people are doing um, uh, shopping from home, shopping online, and so that's that, you know, uh, B2C clients. Um, uh, I can. I was just mentioning a little bit earlier on, you know, uh, food delivery is like on the rise and everything else. Do you feel like your business is in a position to pivot to, uh, there's probably a backlog of, of, of um, you know, deliveries that are, you know, waiting to go out right now. How is it, how easy is it or difficult is it for your business to kind of jump into that kind of stream right now? So we went into, okay, it's actually quite easy, but we have, what we went into is emergency measures up front, considering we knew the businesses were going to close down. As soon as automotive closes down and things like that, we know our mainstream of business is going to go like this. Also government contracts, school boards, that sort of thing. That's our, that's our hub. That's what we do. So because of that, we had to go into, okay, first stage is lay people off, make sure they have income, make sure we park trucks, manage our expenses for our insurance, blah, 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 blah. Make sure all of that's taken care of. Talk to our vendors that hold our leases. How can we manage our expense from that standpoint? So that was the first wave. Now we're looking into how do we capitalize on all this other stuff that's going on and what's really happening in the marketplace. And now you can actually see it. Like you said, there's grocery pickups. There are delivery, you know, like you said, food delivery, pharmacy deliveries, all of these sorts of things that need support that we can definitely help within the communities that we're in, in Southern Ontario. So, and again, we're looking towards technology for that piece of the pie because you need to have the technology presence in the homes of the consumers in their hands. Mm -hmm. What we've been able to do is use and leverage the businesses that we're with. So we didn't need to go into that space. It wasn't such a huge critical piece for us. Now we're looking at it. We need to go like this. Let's get into tech, figure out how to get into the homes, get into their hands, their, their phones. If I had my phone, I'd show it to you, you know, get into the phones so that we can actually be part of that, that area as well which when all of this comes to fruition and we all get to the end point where we go back up to the curve, maybe October, whenever that is, they're expecting the economy kicks back in. It's going to make our business go from, yeah, it was really great. It was here. It's going to go like, it's going to expand so much more. So there's a lot of exciting things down the road we can get to. It's just a matter of making sure you have that strategic plan. So you do, you have to get, we have to manage our expenses first before and make sure our people are taken care of before we can think about getting more business. That's right. Survival at the moment is everything. If you can't survive, there's no point in looking too far ahead, is there? That's right. That's interesting that uh, that switch to looking after consumers. Mm. Mm -hmm. Kathleen, you were, I know that you were something else you wanted to ask Rebecca. Yes. So, so Rebecca, because the business, you're mainly business to business type of of company. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing changes within the businesses that you're dealing with at the moment because they're having to change 
in some respects, mm -hmm. which then would have you changing in, in some respects as well, correct? Mm -hmm. so can yeah. you give us some examples of, of innovation that you're seeing from, from the businesses that you're currently dealing with? I, I pause because I've been in a bubble <laughs> in my in my internal financial world. I've been in a little bit of a bubble, um, and I haven't been on the front lines interacting with the operations side of things. So um, I can tell you what I've I've heard from associates and friends and fellow CEOs of different companies. I have friends that own several fitness franchises. Um, that are really hit hard by this. Um, they're having to give months of free memberships and still maintaining their lease payments to their landlords. Some of them have stopped the um, uh, payments to their landlords, which could have pretty awful effects down the road. I know with corporate uh, real estate, there are some, some things they need to consider. Um, and like I was telling you before, uh, prior, um, Kathleen, that it's, it's a slippery slope that happens right when people start to try to have to cut expenses off. Sure. Um, the other side of things is that um, people are going to online fitness classes, um, but these are all things that they cut. Um, so in order to maintain their membership, they're offering fitness classes online to support their clients at home. Now that only works really for, you know, 50% of the membership because most of the time you just like going to the gym. It's a way to get out, you know, have somewhere to go. Uh, so that's, that's a challenge for some of them. Um, other innovations people are doing, a, a fellow friend of mine owns um, a, uh, uh, a shuttling uh, delivery, so they deliver people everywhere, right? Um, so they've actually shifted to helping out with doing the groceries and things like that as well, right? They kind of shifted into the delivery world just for now so that they can maintain and really they're shifting because their overhead is far higher than my vehicle. So even my vehicles are expensive, but theirs are really expensive. Um, so it's just managing so that they can actually maintain income to break even not, or just lose a little so that they can get through this hump to get to where they've got to go. Everyone's trying just to get through. You're trying to bridge that gap. So everyone's trying to get innovative so they can just have enough income to bridge the gap to get to October. I keep saying October cause that's what the leading economists say. It's going to start to go back up. Right. Here's one for your friends with the fitness studios. They could do online dance lessons. They've got all that space there. And you're allowed to have two people together. You could do on <laughs> online ballroom dancing lessons. How's that for innovation? There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, getting through the hump. That's what it's all about. I, just a very quick one from my side. I lived um, a lot of my life in Africa. And I went through a situation where economy was devastated overnight with um, all the agriculture was the backbone of the economy and it was collapsed overnight mm -hmm. and we had hyperinflation in the millions of percent and uh, the ramific we're not going to get to that scale I hope here yeah, but I do believe we're going to be into a phase of inflation so survival first and then cope with the brave new world after that interesting days Mary have you got something else to ask Rebecca uh you know what, I, I think Rebecca made a couple of really good remarks and I wanted to kind of just um, kind of support what she's saying because um, we talk about pivoting and every company is now asking themselves how, you know, opportunities are now opening up in new areas where sure. maybe they weren't well positioned to address. Um, and so it does take a, a bit of shifting and, um, and reallocate, reallocation of resources in order to do that. And technology is obviously a great way 
to do that. And, and uh, as it always is, it doesn't it always seem that the greatest innovations happen in times of crisis. I mean, during the first and second world war, yep. um, you know, you just, you stop and you try and create. And so every country I think is going through that right now where you've got, um, certain manufacturers that are actually starting to create absolutely new things on the assembly lines that are in demand as opposed to uh, what they were doing before. And so flexibility and pivoting and uh, and seeing the opportunity around us, I, I think that we're all hurting. Everybody's kind of uh, in the same tightening the belt situation um, and hopefully it won't last too long, but I think that this can really drive, um, you know, positivity and, and great innovations, obviously, you know, uh, the creativity that, and you know, the wheels start turning and I'm sure a lot of wheels are turning every night for a lot of business owners as well. What can we do? So um, I think that's why it's great to kind of open up forums and talk about these things and, and exchange of information. We, we are in a totally unique situation this time around. It doesn't compare to any other time in history where there's so much access to information there's so much communication online um ability to shop from home online even is um means that we can we can still get our needs met in some way or manner right life doesn't shut down it just means that we just kind of um it's flowing from different sources right that's the thing the flow is just changing we've got to kind of figure out the flow that we want to want to tap into I got a quick one if I can jump in for Rebecca. One of one of my pet hobby horses, is, if you like, is saving small towns and villages in Ontario because that's where I live. And I really believe the ability to work from home, remote work and more technological work and the gig economy is going to benefit small towns and villages. And I think more people are going to see advantages in living in their, those places. Good for the environment. Would that pose, uh, present some opportunities for a business like yours if, if more and more people started moving out of the cities into the smaller areas? Of course. Yeah. If, uh, of course it would. Um, you know, if anyone needed anything, they need things delivered, you can do regular runs going out to those, those areas. Um, it's, uh, and actually, it's funny, a friend of mine works for, uh, a, at a women's leadership event that I was at, I was sitting next to someone from Home Hardware who does all the e-commerce online. And we were talking about small towns because their majority of home hardwares are in small towns, right? Um, but figuring how to do e-commerce for home hardware is a little more challenging than the normal because of their business model and how it's set up. Uh, but small towns uh, definitely have a, a need for delivery. It's difficult because of the white space in between major city centers to those small towns. Um, but if you had more people working from home, it would create a network effect that you'd be able to get to those small towns and then, or even have a hub within each one and then deliver from there. Right. So a major yep. pop pick and ship out just like a mini FedEx within each town. Right. So it would yeah. be really easy to handle. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Some opportunities. Kathleen, uh, my internet's giving a bit of trouble again. Um, would you like to, have you got something more for Rebecca? Uh, Rebecca, is there anything else that you can share with us that uh, your business is doing right now to cope? with this current situation. Oh. Um, you know what we're doing is we're trying to breathe, to be quite yeah. honest. And we're trying to take the um, stress level from up here, bring it down, mm-hmm. just really pause and take it all in. Get the data that we need to make the right decisions to move in the next direction. I wouldn't even say it's the right direction. It's the next direction. We're going to make mistakes 
and that's how businesses are built by making mistakes. We're doing the best that we can not to overreact um, and under respond, right? So we want to make sure that we're we're really appreciating it for what it is. Um, and you know, and with all the innovation happening here in Kitchener Waterloo, we're so amazing around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's trying to figure it out. We're an entrepreneurial center. We're always thinking, you know, you look at air boss flipping to do, you know, there's something to do, to do some of the, the ventilators there. You look at Linamar and what they're doing and how they're changing and they're producing masks and, and, and what, what's happening in this, this area. It's inspiring. So again, the biggest thing and the biggest advice I can give to everybody, don't freak out. It's okay. Business will happen. Time will show that this you'll get through it, but be smart about the decisions you're making and manage your expenses and take advantage of the programs that are available to you and try to understand them fully and increase your communication to all the people that matter to your business, your partners, your community, your employees, your vendors, as well as your clients. So it's not just a one, one sided thing or just focus on sales. You can't do that. You've got to think of everybody who impacts your business and keep communicating. And you know, one of the things that I respect about you, Rebecca, just before we uh, started recording this podcast is how uh, devoted you are to your employees and, and you've got what, 23 of them and they are your focus, which I admire and respect. And I'm sure any entrepreneur such as yourself that are, it's a tough, it's a tough situation for everybody. It is. But it's exciting and we'll get through it. We always do. Time to show. And, and you know, whether we're here tomorrow or not, uh, we'll all be around. It's just a matter of what we're going to be doing next. And uh, these things in times of challenge, like you were saying, Mary, times of challenge, you know, it, it's when the innovation starts, when things people start to get creative in their space and what they're doing. Um, so uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Good. Uh, it's nice to talk to someone positive. It really is. <laughs> Thank you for that, Rebecca. We, we're running out. We've got about two minutes left. So we can have a quick Mary, uh, Kathleen, any more for Rebecca before we ask her to give us some contact details? Go ahead, Mary. I just want to say thanks to Rebecca for joining us because we um, we know that uh, you know setting time aside right now um, is, is difficult. You, you really feel like you should be dedicating your time to to other things so it's great thanks for talking to us and i'm really happy that um for all the listeners out there as well if if you have some insight and some uh interesting and uplifting information that's what this is what this is what it's all about um and uh here over here in europe you know i know we're a hot spot too it's pretty much the same thing uh innovation is happening people are redirecting and pivoting and uh and let's stay positive because everybody's going through this together yeah Good. Well done, Mary. Rebecca, if any of our listeners and viewers want to get hold of you, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, Well, you can go on to LinkedIn and you can find me there. I'm available. Um, You could also, you know, send me, send me an email. Uh, You can send it to me, Rebecca at deliveryguys.ca. And um, yeah, I look forward to responding and then we can message each other from there. That, that's great. And we will be putting links on the video at the end of the video uh, so that people can get you that way. Well, thank you very much. It's been uh, really good to have you. And, and as I said, I've got to reiterate, it's so good to hear someone positive talking. Um, and you're right, we will get through it. And a lot of uh, innovative stuff will come out of this. It always does. So it's going to be interesting this time next year to see where we are. 
that's it from the Yakking Podcast. Thank you very much to our guests. And until next time, that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.